Good morning. Welcome to another episode of Shelter Daily in His Word. What a joy it is to be here with you today. We're going to carry on our conversation from yesterday and give you an opportunity just to uh, hear a little bit more about what we're talking about. We're talking about some principles about prayer that I think are very important as we are involved in prayer and how important prayer is to our lives. So with that in mind, let's go to the Lord in prayer and we'll, we'll begin. Father, thank you today for another day that you've given to us. Thank you for the blessings that we've received from you. Thank you, God, for just uh, watching over our lives and, and helping us through the, the, just the, all the different events that take place. God, the different stuff that we have to deal with, I just thank you today, God, because you are with us. Bless our time today, God. We love you. We thank you. Meet the needs, God. I, there are families, God, that are going through difficulties right now. We've had, some, we've had a, a number of people in our church, Lord, that have experienced loss, Lord, of loved ones that have died, Lord. And I just pray, God, that you'll bring comfort to them. Lord, we pray, Lord God, that you'll just be with them and, and just strengthen their hearts today, Lord, and lift them up. And God, encourage our hearts. Let the word of God today encourage us, we pray. And we'll give you thanks for it in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Well, if you're wondering why I got a sweater on, it's because in, in the sanctuary, it's, it's kind of cool uh, in here. And uh, so if you're wondering why I'm wearing a sweater, that's the reason why, because it does get cool in here while we're doing this sometimes. Um, I'd like to talk to you again this morning about some, some principles. We talked about... Uh, the objective what, what's our objective of prayer uh, when we go you know if we're dealing with spiritual battles and we're and we know that we're you know because uh, uh, being involved in ministry and the work of God uh, and, and just seeing God move in our lives families or whatever it may be has to deal with the fact that you know we need uh, we need to understand that we're in a battle and, and that's just the, that's it in fact um, we've had you've probably read maybe read books uh, different people i think france uh frangipang wrote a book on on the mind is uh, is a battlefield and i think uh joyce myers wrote a book on uh the battlefield of the mind as well something about with the thing and there's a real battle that goes on in our minds and a lot of that a lot of the reason why that, that battle takes place is simply because of the fact that uh part of it is, is that we have to be renewed by the word of god on a daily basis in order for us to stay in the word inside the word in us and then when we pray, we have to be willing to pray the Word of God and, and understand that, that the prayer closet, the place of prayer, is really where the real battles are fought. The real battle, you know, a lot of times people say, oh, I'm fighting battles with my, my, my husband or my wife or I've got a battle going on at work, whatever. No, 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 no. The battle you're facing is probably more spiritual than it is physical. And if it's spiritual then you've got to do it the right way. And that means that you've got, to, you've got to go to the place of prayer to fight. And when you go to prayer, you have to have the number one objective is victory. You've got to believe that, you know what, uh, as Paul said, thanks be unto God to give us the, the victory through our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Victory is already ours, and that needs to be very clear. The second thing is, is that we have to be willing to go on the offensive. Sometimes, you know, uh, the Bible says, you know, having done all to stand, stand therefore. But then there are times when God moves, and if God's moving, you've got to be willing to move. And this is what uh, prayer does. Prayer, prayer first. Be, pray first. Before you do anything, pray. The, the, the first movement of, of, our, of our life when it comes to uh, dealing with spiritual issues, dealing with battles that we face, has got to be done when we pray. And then there has to be the third one. We has to, it has to be, there has to be a concentration. There has to be a focus. 
There has to be uh, where we, we focus on, on, on specifics. Uh, the Bible says in, in Matthew 18, 20, that where two or three gather together in my name, there I am in the midst of them. Uh, so uh, where, where's our concentration? Our con concentration needs to be focused on him, on him. So uh, that's, who we, we, that's who we focus on. We focus on uh, this idea that God is with us and then to understand that, that we have to move from there and really see God for who he is and what he's trying to do in the lives of those around us. And then we have to be willing to, to, to understand what it means to be mobile, uh, to actively, to move. Uh, you know, the Bible talks that prayer is not limited to the realm of geography. Uh, you know, we have to realize that when we pray uh, that God can move geographically. He can move in situations before us. And we got to realize that as the church and as we as his people pray, God, God moves in places we can't go. You can't go to certain places. You can't do certain things. But God can. And prayer enables us to move to those places. And I really think that sometimes we need to be kind of like, you know, as, as prayer warriors and people that pray, we need to be like the mash units, you know. We need to be able to uh, move, not, not just uh, pray in the sanctuary, but pray in our homes, pray in the street, pray in our cars, wherever we go. We need to be people of prayer. And, and the reason for that is because we know that we fight an enemy that is on different fronts and in different places. And we know that because the Bible tells us that we have to be prepared to pray. And when we pray, we have to be, we have to be willing to do what the Bible says, to take on the whole armor of God, right? Because we need, we need to be covered against the wiles of the enemy because we don't wrestle flesh and blood. We wrestle against principalities, Ephesians 6 says, powers, rulers of darkness, spiritual wickedness in high places. So he says, put on the whole armor of God so that you can withstand the evil one in the evil day. So what do we do? Well, we know we're going to put on the helmet of salvation. We're going to put, uh, uh, we're going to gird ourselves uh, with truth. We're going to have the breastplate of righteousness. We're going to have our feet prepared with the gospel of peace. We're going to have the shield of faith to quench all the fiery darts of the wicked one. We're going to put on the helmet, as they said, of salvation. We're going to pray the word of God, right? Pray the word of God. We're going to pray the word, pray the word, pray the word, pray the word. I, I say this all the time, pray the word. Why? You need the word of God. It's the word that's quick and powerful. It's the word of God that's sharper than a two-edged sword. And, and if we pray the word, man then we can, we can move. And here's the thing. You know, uh, have you ever uh, been caught by surprise? You know, like you thought, man, I was doing so good. It's like, it's like this whole thing that happened to us here. It's like all of a sudden one day, you know, we're having church. And the next thing you know, we're, we're not having church in the building. Not that we're not having church. We're just not having it in the building. And boy, you know, uh, there are things that just kind of take us by surprise. Well, we shouldn't be taken by surprise. In fact, we should be prepared for whatever comes. And I say that because a lot of times we're not prepared. We're just not prepared for what it is that, that's going on in our lives. And, and I believe that God can give us insights and help prepare us for the things that the enemy would bring into our lives. 
But we have to be willing to be under his authority. Now, now think of it this way. The Bible says in Ephesians chapter 2, verse 19, Therefore you're no longer strangers and foreigners, but we are fellow citizens with, with the saints and members of the household of God. All right, so we are members of God's household, right? According to the scripture, that's what it says. We're members of God's household. If we're a member of the household of God, then being built on the foundation of the apostles and the prophets and Jesus Christ himself being the chief cornerstone in whom the whole building is being fitted together, uh, we grow into the temple of the Lord. Well, if we're the temple of the Lord, it means that he dwells within us. Then, then, then if that be the case, then we ought to be prepared to do whatever it is God wants. We're built on holy faith. Let's be strong together. Come cooperate together. Let's pray together. Let's seek God together. This is the reason why, this is the reason why that I've called the church to prayer and, and why I believe that the Holy Spirit called us to prayer because he wants us to join together. So uh, tomorrow, uh, Saturday, uh, starting at midnight tonight, we've got prayer from midnight tonight until for 24 hours. We've got a 24-hour prayer vigil. And I'm, you know, I'm so excited about that because when I looked, I noticed at our website, jubileeworshipcenter.com, I noticed that every slot was filled. And I thought, praise God, every slot. That means we're going to have 24, think of this church, 24-hour prayer is going to happen. Now, don't forget to pray your hour. Don't forget now. You know, you, you signed up, so you, you're going to pray. We're going to pray 24. What, what are we doing? We're working together. We're cooperating together with the Holy Spirit to see what he's going to do. We're not working against each other. We work with each other, believing with God's power. We're the, we're the building. We're the, we're the body of Christ. The building's not the church. That's why the church can go on. See, the enemy thought, and I really do believe this. I, I, I think the enemy thought that, oh, we'll, we'll get them, we'll, we'll, we'll not have church, and, and, and they'll, they'll fall apart. No, we've not fallen apart. What we've done, we've gotten stronger. We've gotten stronger. Why? Because we've learned to be more effective and be more efficient with what we have. And this becomes important. I, I, we call this the economy of force. You know, uh, in warfare, they have these specialty units. Why do they have them? Well, they, they realize that, you know, that a small group of individuals can inflict more damage sometimes than an entire force. So what they do is they send in these small, these small strategic units to strategic spots and they wreak havoc on the enemy and disrupt maybe the supply chain, disrupt uh, the way that the, other, the, uh, the enemy forces are moving. Well, what we're learning to do, church, I believe we're learning to be better stewards of the resources that God has given us. Should have been doing it all along, but thank God we're learning some lessons here. As the Bible says in 2 Corinthians 9, verse 8, it says, God is able to make all grace abound toward you, that you always having all sufficiency in all things may have an abundance for every good work. Man, I want that. I want an abundance for every good work. How? Well, we're learning how to strategize better, to look more efficiently at the things we're doing, to plan, uh, to do things different like we're doing right now, like, like this shelter daily. I'm able to teach every day 
and going to homes every day where I, before I was only going Sunday and Wednesday. Now we're doing it daily. And God is working. He's taking what he has. And so we're able to supply people with the word of God on a daily basis in ways we never were before. But this happened in what we thought was going to be a devastating thing. Now God is doing more. I, I, I'm thinking, thank God. I praise God for this because we need to be more strategic. We need to be more focused upon what God's called us to do and what he's called us to be. And then, not only that, but it helps us to be able to pursue where God wants us to pursue and to not pursue when God says not to pursue. And I, I, always, I always refer to David at Ziglag uh, when uh, uh, they had been raided by the Amalekites and they came and took all their wives and their children away. And the Bible says that, that David uh, uh, went and, 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 and went to the Lord and prayed and, and asked God, what should we do? And, and I thought, man, Lord, you know, uh, even about opening the building, you know, we're, you know, we could have opened up last Sunday, this past Sunday, on Mother's Day. We could have been open, and, and, and it would have been a great time. I'm not to say that it wouldn't have been a good thing, and, and there were many churches that did. And, and, but, I, but for us, I felt, no, it's not time. We have to know when God says to move. When do we pursue? When do we do these things? This is what David said. He, 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 he prayed and sought the Lord and asked God, uh, should I chase after these guys? Should I go after them? Or should we wait? And if I chase after them, will I catch them? And, 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 and he waited on what God had. And the Bible said that the Lord told him to go. And when he would go, he would recover everything that was lost. Well, I believe what the Lord has said to us is that, you know what? You, you need to wait. I've got a plan. But I need to position you and prepare you. You need to get ready for what I'm about to do. And I believe with all my heart, church, that May 31st is strategic. I just, I just do. It's Pentecost Sunday. And I just believe in my heart of hearts that it's strategic. And, and I think that it's important to move when God says move. But we wouldn't know that if we don't pray. There's things, you know, how many times have you moved ahead of God and tried to do something when God didn't want you to? I've done it. I've done it out of my own, out of my own desire, out of my own want, of my own thing, whatever it may be. I thought it was a good thing. Not that it was a bad thing. Not, I, I've never done something, you know, just, just to do it because I just wanted to do it. And regardless of what God said, no, that's not what I'm talking about. There's some people who say, I don't care what God says, I'm going to do it anyway. Well, you know what, you can do that. Find out. It's not going to work for you. It's better to move when God says move. You can, you can uh, uh, save a whole lot of energy and a whole lot of mental anguish and a whole lot of frustration if you learn to move simply when God says move. And that brings me to this next principle. You have to be people of obedience. See, I, I, I believe with all my heart that, that uh, obedience is better than sacrifice. And I think about, again, this whole idea of spiritual battle, spiritual warfare. And I think about how important it is that in a military uh, environment, military victory is based on the command and then obedience. It's based on the idea of the a commander says, you've got to do this. And, this is, and, and even, even though you may not understand why, there's a strategic plan going on. And there's a war room where they've laid out the map of how the battle is to be fought. And it becomes very strategic. And then 
it's based upon the command that he gives and then we who are the foot soldiers if you will uh, or some called grunts you move at the voice of those who are over you and this is exactly what jesus was saying when met in john chapter 14 he said if you love me obey my commands if you love me obey my commands and i will ask the father and he will give you another advocate who will never leave you he is the watch this the holy spirit now watch this if you love me obey my commands and i will ask the father so here's here's what i how i see this i see jesus saying to his disciples saying to you and me now if you really love me you're going to do what i ask you to do and and when you do what i ask you to do then i'm going to pray to the father and the father is going to give you a comforter he's going to give you the spirit who will lead you into all truth. And, and it, it's something the world doesn't give you. It's, he goes on to say, the world cannot receive this, cannot receive him, because it doesn't look for him and doesn't recognize him. But you, on the other hand, because you obey me, because you love me, because you follow my commandments, because I pray, you're going to recognize him right off the bat. You're going to know this is the Holy Spirit. You're going to know that this is what... See, I believe with all, I hear people say, well, I, I don't know, I don't know what I should do. I, I'm going to have to pray about it. And I, I often feel like that, man, you know, here we are praying, asking God and feel like, man, we've got, we've got the, the word of God on this about opening the church and about what we're going to do. And then I, then there's other people who say, well, I, I'll have to pray about it. Okay. Well, you just go ahead and keep on praying about it. Um, but we're going to go ahead and move when the Holy Spirit says move. We're, this is our time to move. This is what he's saying to us. It's time to move. It's time to do this. And, 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 and well, people say, well, what if you're wrong? Well, I, I have enough confidence in knowing the Holy Spirit, knowing the leading of the Spirit, that he's going to lead me into the truth, that I know that he's not going to violate those things in my heart. I love Jesus. You say, well, I love Jesus too. Well, I, I know that. I, I recognize that. But remember, the... The, the idea is command and then obey. The idea in the military, in a military, can you imagine if everybody decided to do it with their, own, their own thing? Well, I don't feel like moving today, I'll move tomorrow. I don't feel like acting now, I'll act tomorrow. I don't feel like doing it now, I'll do it next week. Can you imagine the chaos that that would bring? Here what the Bible's telling us is that, listen, Jesus said, if you love me, obey my commands, and I place the Holy Spirit here, and I, and I put people, I put the church in place for this purpose. What? What's the purpose? So that you will move when I tell you to move and you will obey when I tell you to obey. You'll do these. You'll, you'll follow my commands. You'll do the things that I've put. And I've put these people, I've put pastors and leaders and church leaders in place. And so our role then, our role is obedience. And here's the thing I believe. It, it, it's, just like, it, it's just like, you know, like me and my wife. There's a lot of times when, uh, my wife and I have had conversations about things, and I really feel strongly that I need to do this. And, and she submits to that, and she says, okay. And, and she, the reason she submits is because she knows that the Lord will deal with me about it. The Lord will deal. See, there was things that I know that I listen, and I hear, and I think, I know God's dealing with these situations. I know he's dealing with these matters before us. And there comes a time when he wants us to obey. There just comes a time when he says, okay. Uh, because, because of our love for Jesus, because the Holy Spirit's here, because we know the Holy Spirit, we know He's leading us, and we know what His commands are, 
then we're going to obey them. And, and, and we obey them because we love him. And because we love him, he's going to the Father. And the Father then is going to do what he said he's going to do. Why? Because this is the plan God has. So here's the thing. Do you believe that, that Jesus will give everything that pertains to life and goodness? Do you believe that? Do you believe that he can do that? Do you believe that he will, that he will in fact, according to what his word says, that we recognize the Holy Spirit? He said, we know him and we're not abandoned and we're not orphans, but we're a part of this family and that because we are, we know that the Lord will give to us the things that pertain to life, that pertain to goodness, that pertain. Our role then is simply to obey what God's word says. Now listen, there is freedom in submission, but watch, bondage in rebellion. I remember hearing that from John, John Bevere's uh, book, Undercover. There's freedom in submission, bondage in rebellion. In other words, if I submit to the things God's asking, I'll experience the freedom that comes from that. But if I rebel and I say, no, you know what? I'm just not going to do it. I'm going to have to wait on that. I'm not going to move now. Then I can find that there can be bondage in my life. And I'll tell you what, fear torments us. And fear will put you in bondage faster than anything. So here's the thing I know. And I want to remind us that, that prayer, prayer is about spiritual warfare. Okay? It's all about spiritual warfare. It's all about understanding what the Bible says that where two or three agree. Right? We come into agreement. All right? we, we don't do spiritual warfare with unforgiveness in our hearts or with harboring ill things to others or even to the church. All right? We forgive, as, as Jesus said in Matthew 6, forgive our debts, forgive our debtors. Right? We pray every day for the Holy Spirit to give us open doors of opportunity to do the work of God. Pray in the Spirit, which causes the enemy, right, to where he can't understand what we're dealing with. I, I, I love, I love that, I love that, uh, you know, in, in, during World War II, they had the, the wind talkers. They had the, the Navajo Indians who used Navajo codes, uh, and, and the enemy couldn't break it. Well, that's the Holy Spirit. You pray in the Holy Spirit, the enemy doesn't understand what you're doing. So you stir up that in your heart because we're in spiritual warfare. And we've got to move when the Holy Spirit says move. And we've got to do what the Holy Spirit tells us to do. So as you go into prayer for your 24-hour prayer, Saturday, this is, this is where we're at. This is what we're going to do. We're going to pray for the Holy Spirit. We're going to realize we're in, we're in, we're in a spiritual war, but we're going to pray and ask God, to help us to break through this, break through the enemy lines, be strategic, be focused, know the things that's going on, and then, and then move as God says move. And when we do, I believe we'll, we'll see victory. I believe you'll see victory. So Father, thank you today for victory. Thank you right now. We're just believing for victory. We're believing God for open doors of opportunity. We're believing for strategic plans that help us as we move forward, as we're praying, 
who are seeking you and joining together, God, we're believing for those things to be done. I am just, I am just absolutely thrilled today, God, because I know that you are well able, God, to do this. So, God, I stand upon your word today. For your people that are watching right now, Lord, they're watching us on, online right now, I pray, God, help them to understand what your word says. And, God, that we pray the word, we live the word, we do the word, and we follow the command, we submit ourselves to you. And, God, in the midst of the battle, we're going to believe that you know what's best for us, Holy Spirit, to lead us where we need to go and to finish what we started. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, thank you for joining with me for another episode of Shelter Daily in His Word. I look forward to seeing you again this coming Sunday. Our service is going to be a prayer service. Look forward to you being a part of that. It's going to be a great time. I hope you join with us online, and we'll have some here that will be praying. And we're just going to be uh, rejoicing in the Lord and believing God's going to do something very unique. So I look forward to seeing you on Sunday. And until we join together again for another Shelter Daily in His Word, God bless you. Stay sheltered in the Word of the Lord. God bless.